Hey, I'm Jesse. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16, Paul's going to introduce a theme that will come back again when we're in chapters 6 and 7, where he tells us to honor God with our bodies. He's also already introduced this theme that we are God's co-workers. We are God's field. We are God's building. We are both the body and the bride of Christ. This will come up in Ephesians as well. See it throughout 1 Corinthians. Here is 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. Don't you yourselves know that you are God's temple and the Spirit of God lives in you. If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy. And that is what you are. It's all the more striking. This Holy Spirit-inspired language is all the more striking. When you remember the reason for Paul's writing in the first place, he received an update, perhaps from Chloe, that this was happening, and this was happening, and this was happening in the church of Corinth. And it's bad stuff too, man. In the original Greek, it sort of says the equivalent to about this and about that, regarding this. And that structure is based on him responding to perhaps Chloe's report of some of the bad stuff that was going on in this church. When we get to chapter 5, you're going to see some of the most depraved things imaginable were going on in the church. And the church wasn't correcting it. They were sort of just blending in with the culture around them. And Paul's rebuking them for that. But what's so striking to me is that not once ever in his letters to the church of Corinth, as we know them, does Paul ever call into question the salvation of these Christians who would apparently fall on their faces over and over again and let like unthinkable sin just kind of happen in their congregation. They wouldn't, they wouldn't address it. Oh, well, well, that's normal. And Paul's like, deal with this. Even the pagans think that's horrible. Like deal with this stuff. And all the while he's speaking to them like this, you are God's temple. Don't you know that you are God's temple, that the spirit of God lives in you. He's speaking to Christians who are dealing with some intense failure in their midst. If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy, and that is what you are. What's so striking to me is that their conduct and the very impetus for the letter in the first place is far from holiness. But that's not who they are. Their failures don't define them. Okay, the structure of this letter is built around addressing some of the issues, and they are significant issues, but that's not who they are. He tells them, you are the temple of God, and you are holy. It's for that reason that you got to deal with this sin. It's for that reason you got to expel the immoral brother from among you who's having an affair with his stepmom, for crying out loud. It's for that reason you got to stop coming together for communion and getting wildly drunk. Like, it's for that reason that you've got you to deal with these issues. You've got to stop abusing the spiritual gifts. Because you're holy. You're the temple of God. The Holy Spirit of God lives within you. We at the Redemption Church are in, in you know, campaign mode here pretty soon. Like, we're saving up money to be able to purchase property to literally claim ground for the gospel of Jesus Christ. But that's not going to be the temple. What we build, it'll be probably constructed with metal, and concrete, and lumber, but it's not the temple. This is the temple. This is where the Holy Spirit of God dwells. So we already have the Holy Spirit even before we have a building. We are the temple. Isn't it amazing? 
despite the sin that was rampant in the Corinthian church, Paul reminds them, it's not who you are. You are holy. You've been called to holiness. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit of God. When we get to chapter 6, you'll see that he uses this teaching. He builds upon this theme. It's a thread that's going to run the length of it, and that's why he calls them to repent from sexual sin. Because your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit of God. Honor God with your body. But here, he reminds them, don't you know you're God's temple? God's spirit lives within you. The Old Testament, the Old Testament temple began with the tabernacle, with the people of God, the Israelites, the newborn nation, baptized through the Red Sea, is moving around the desert. And they would set up an encampment according to the instructions of God. And as they moved across the desert, they fashioned what looked like a cross from space. And at the very center of it was a replica that they couldn't know, they could not have known, was a replica of the throne room of heaven right there on the earth. And then when they arrive and they build the temple, Solomon completes it. The Holy Spirit of God comes rushing in and he inhabits and he dwells. The direct presence of God on the earth before Christ came was right there in the center of the temple in Jerusalem, right there in the Holy of Holies in the middle of it all. But today, today, because of Christ's work on the cross, because that curtain that separated the interior of of the temple from the outskirts of the temple, now that Holy Spirit is right here. Now the direct presence of God on the earth is the Holy Spirit living in your heart. You are the temple of God. You are holy. And for that reason, you got to kick out the sin. you got to repent. you got to fix what's wrong. I love the affection with which Paul writes to this really messed up church. Because their sin, their mistakes, they don't define them. It's not who you are. You are not your past failures. You're not your imperfections. You're the temple of the Holy Spirit of God. That's who you are. 